welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, in today's video, we're going to react to a smaller YouTuber's video where they share their experience following all the advice of the gurus out there, myself included, to start a new Etsy shop and capitalize on generative AI to sell print-on-demand products. What I love about this is it is a genuine experience, right? And most people don't start YouTube channels unless they had some crazy outlier success, myself included, right? That's what gives you the confidence typically to step out and do a YouTube channel. So I like this video because it is genuinely what Adam was able to achieve after a few months of starting his Etsy venture. So let's get to it. All right, guys, the channel is Adam Aaron's. I will link to this video in the description. If you like his content, make sure to go show him some love. Give him a subscribe. I've got the playback speed set to 1.25 X just to speed it up a little bit. And I got my headphones ready. Let's get started. I tried selling AI art for the past six months, created 90 plus products. I'm gonna go over everything in this video from what I did right to what I did really wrong, which I would change in the hopes of actually having success with this. I've seen a lot of videos out there of people highlighting the benefits of creating AI art and how much money you can potentially make. And I don't think many of those videos are as transparent as they need to be. I also just probably like you thought that this would be a great way to make an additional five, 10, 15 grand every month. But so far for me, that hasn't been the case. And I'm gonna go- And for what it's worth, if you missed my last reaction video, uh, there are people out there doing it, right? That started this year in 2023. So um, what he's saying is definitely more average. Like the average person doesn't just start start making 10K a month, you know, before they know it. Like this is gonna be a more um, reasonable, like, experience that he's having that he's sharing in this video but check out uh bailey's video i did a reaction to it i can link to that in the description as well if you want to hear like one of those major outlier success stories with digital art as well go over exactly why and what i could start doing differently so let's break this video down we're going to start with my strategy the strategy was exactly probably what you've been thinking what you've been seeing and what anybody else out there has been telling you to do i saw one of those videos as well and i thought hey great idea let's give it a try i'm not the most artistic person out there so i thought leveraging the power of ai would give me the ability to create different types of art that i then could sell on platforms like Etsy. Little did I know that it is extremely saturated and not as easy as everybody has made it seem. Yeah, guys, just worth mentioning. And by the way, I have to interrupt at times and react. Otherwise, I'm just you know copying his video. So <laughs> apologies. I know that can be annoying once he gets going. Uh, but I was just gonna say, like, it doesn't matter what you're doing in life. The lower the barrier to entry, the more saturated something's gonna be. So if you're here because print-on-demand's got low startup costs and you see a couple outlier like mega success stories, like don't think you're gonna just instantly replicate their success. Obviously it's less likely just from a statistical standpoint that you're gonna do that. Even if you do everything right, there's no guarantee. Um, but definitely like starting a new business and the stuff that you learn from that experience are things you should be proud of. You know what I mean? Even if they're not like huge success stories. The strategy for me was simple and something that I talk about quite often. Find a niche, create art in that niche, and utilize print-on-demand platforms like Printify to then distribute that to platforms like Etsy or my Shopify store, and hopefully generate sales by utilizing Etsy ads and other marketing strategies such as social. By the way, he said Shopify. Um, I would just say, if you're gonna do Etsy, do Etsy, right? If you're gonna do Shopify, do Shopify. By the way, Etsy's a lot less work initially getting started than Shopify is. Um, I would hesitate to recommend doing both. I'm not saying that he's do it, saying that, 
but I'm just saying for the average person watching this video, I recommend not putting too much on your plate out of the gate because there's a huge threat of you doing both to a like low degree to a less degree. And <laughs> then they both suffer instead of just doing like Etsy really well. And Etsy already has the traffic and that is the hardest part of the equation to solve for media my initial startup cost was around 200 bucks and that went to buying some of the samples of the products that i made i used a mock-up website that went to generating nicer product photography quality was really important to me so i did order some samples because i wanted to get a better idea of what the quality of the product was like i paid for an upgraded subscription on midjourney i utilized chat gpt to help generate ideas in the niche that i was in so all of these little startup costs added up to about 200 bucks plus my time and the initial setup of everything took me probably about two days and then my strategy was to Hey, starting a business for 200 bucks, guys, not bad. <laughs> Consider like our parents, you know what I mean? Or anybody like a couple decades back before, you know, online business was so, so big, so widespread uh, to start like a business. You needed a brick and mortar retail location, the, the month to month rent alone before worrying about inventory. And you know what I mean? It's just such a headache. You know, we're, we have such a blessing with the uh, online business, you know, and we're talking about AI creating your art on demand, and then you can monetize it with automated fulfillment in minutes. It's, it's crazy. The opportunity we have. To stay consistent with consistently uploading at least two or three products every day up until I got to 100 plus products. I want to walk you step by step through what I did. So the first step for me was really figuring out what my niche was. And I wanted to do something that I was passionate about and had an interest in. And something that I thought AI was really good at creating graphics in. And that was in a sci-fi fantasy niche. So I decided to come up with the name Archer 9. I don't know how it came to me, but that was the name that I decided. I also actually had someone on Fiverr create this logo that you see. As you can see here, there are a variety of different products that we list on the site, but most recently I've been doing a lot of cell phone cases. To me, these were the easiest, quickest product to create. This is something that's just been selling quite a bit on our site. So there was a lot of work and effort that went into this. It was not just an overnight thing. Like I said, I probably have put into this project at least a hundred hours of my time. Another really great seller. For what it's worth, guys, like if you're gonna charge 40 bucks for a cell phone case, you probably wanna start it off priced low, like close to break even. And as you make sales and the Etsy algorithm starts to like trust your listings in the niche that you're selling in, then increase the price gradually. I'm not saying that he didn't do that. I was just noticing like a pretty high price point and uh, that can definitely deter people from clicking your listing in search results, uh, which of course is a requirement in order to make a sale out of the gate. So, you know, price, you know, to incentivize people to click you and to purchase. And then as you gain more visibility, because the algorithm knows what you're selling and trusts you, increase the price on this site was you are all disappointments and it's got an AI generated picture of Jesus smiling and looking up to the sky. Uh, this was something that I actually saw on Etsy as a top seller on somebody else's profile. So I decided to create my own version of it. Uh, it was really easy to do. So Midjourney offers. Again, that $30 plus price point is uh, working against, against him. You know what I mean? Um, three different subscription plans. As you can see here, there's the $10, $30 and $60 a month plan. When I was building up my product line, I did the $30 a month plan because this was a really great way for me to get things moving fast. It generated a lot of the art much quicker and it gave me those unlimited relaxed generations. I was subscribed to this for just two months while I was building up the product line. It really depends on how long you plan on building this up for, uh, but this was a great place for me to start. So a lot of the initial process was really something that went like, imagine Jesus looking up at the sky and smiling. <laughs> 
intern. But we've got our Jesus smiling and looking up at the clouds over here. I like this one over here. I think this one's gonna look really good on a shirt. So we're gonna go with the number three. We're gonna upscale that. Great. So we've got our Jesus looking up at the sky. So once I have the design, I would upload the design into Canva. As you can see here, I've got some of the things that I created. One thing that you wanna be aware of is that when you are uploading AI art into Etsy, uh, there are some regulations as far as just taking the piece of art and not making any changes to it. So you can see that there were some changes made to this one over here and so on and so forth. Um, I created quite a bit. And very simply through Canva, we're gonna do the background removal. And there we go, we have a great AI generated art of our Jesus. So these were the words that I used on the previous version of, of our Jesus t-shirt. And I'm just gonna apply that there. Uh, overall, the process... For what it's worth, you just saw how easily you can <laughs> load up AI-generated art into Canva, remove the background, add some text, and have a pretty decent-looking t-shirt design, um, you know, within, you know, minutes, really, or less than a minute, depending on how much you use Canva. So, pretty cool. Like, again, the day and age we live in is, is crazy, <laughs> considering that we're going to then list this design for sale on a product that doesn't exist yet, and if it does sell somebody else is going to create it and ship it for us while we stand there and profit in the middle, like as a middleman, right? Pretty cool. Process was pretty easy. I mean, even for those who are not really the best at graphic design, and I can't say that I am, I think just spending a little bit of time in Canva, you're gonna figure it out. The next step for me was to create the product. And fortunately today, there are companies like Printify, which make it extremely easy for you to generate art onto products which people can then buy. So I, as you can see here, utilized one of their graphic t-shirts. That was one of their top sellers. Uh, I used ChatGPT in order to help me generate the descriptions. And what's really great about Printify is that it automatically will send that product to your Etsy shop, your Shopify, whatever it is. They integrate with several different platforms. And as you can see, yeah, don't forget, like, Printify's got integrations with, like he just said, Etsy, Shopify. You can do the Walmart integration, which I've been loving, been doing that all year. And once you've integrated, which, you know, Etsy's like, I think, two clicks to integrate, right? Super simple. Shopify maybe takes like three clicks. Walmart, definitely a little bit more to it. But it's like, once you're done, you're done. So if you make a design and you want to publish it to a product for sale online, I call it occupying online real estate, the process to push to Walmart is basically the same as to push to Etsy is basically the same as to push to Shopify. It's so simple. <laughs> you just got to get through the initial hoop of opening those seller accounts and integrating with Printify. Printify makes it pretty easy to update the pricing and you can see the retail price, the profit and the actual profit margins. Now keep in mind, this does not include the fees that Etsy is going to charge you as well and any discounts and promotions that you may run on your Etsy shop which will then eat into your profit. So if we go- Yes, so that's an important thing to note. When you are publishing through Printify, they let you set profits towards the end of the publishing process. That profit is not factoring in that Etsy takes various fees every time a transaction takes place on their marketplace, right? You're gonna pay the renewal fee, the transaction fee, uh, the, like, I forget what they call it. They have like, you know, they nest in little fees, but um, ultimately, you know, percentage-wise, it's gonna be a little bit more than 10%. So you gotta factor that in. Go back to my listings. You can see that I have about 100 <coughs> products in the shop. Um, and this is one of the best selling products right now. And once again, it's pretty easy. As you can see, I chose the colors of the shirts and it integrated with Printify. Uh, it does update automatically your description. Sometimes you have to go in there and do some manual adjusting. Uh, you can set the price and the shipping profile. Uh, and once somebody places an order, then I get a notice. And as you can see here, someone did place an order. And then in your dashboard, you can see how much money you've made. So this week it was $28.44. We're gonna get into this later, but let's take a look over the past 
year. Out of the 1,666 views and 1,096 visits, which only resulted in $136 in revenue, minus my expenses because what happens is when somebody places an order that order then needs to be processed by you separately on printify so etsy is not going to show you what you actually net on the profit i would say it's about 50 percent of this yeah i mean 50 percent, and that's with him charging a lot right he's got really high price points for his products which the higher the price point the less likely you are to make sales it, it's not really like playing you know i mean i'm not faulting him by the way adam's very transparent about being pretty new to this and I don't know if he took any courses or not, but you know what I mean? It's like, there's a lot of free content on YouTube. You don't have to have a paid course, but paid courses typically help. But either way, um, yeah, like with his higher price points, he may have a 50% profit margin. Um, it's possible, you know, charging 30 plus for a t-shirt. Um, I think the best approach guys is again, pricing low, create incentives for people to click you for people to purchase from you. The algorithm will learn what keywords, what phrases are associated with your product when people actually purchase from you. And then you see how he has six orders on almost 1,100 visits. Well, that ratio will start to improve because, again, the algorithm knows what are most relevant to your listings. A lot of what you see there with what seems like a really skewed ratio towards not a lot of orders as a function of the visits is that the algorithm really doesn't know what the like perfect phrases are that they should be showing your product for. And if you've ever used Etsy ads, you will see this in action because Etsy ads will spend your money on a bunch of unrelated search terms. And that's just kind of shows like, I don't know if like Etsy's algorithm is intentionally stupid, but you know, with, with ads, of course they're incentivized to make it dumb because then they'll still spend our money, right? Based on, you know, we don't have the ability to provide the keywords like we can on Amazon. Uh, it'll just look at your listing and kind of do like fringe, you know, broad matches sometimes. So as you can see, for a six-month investment, the return is not as significant as many people out there make it seem. There was a lot of time and there was a lot of effort and money that was put into this, and I've yet to see all of that return on that investment. So what would I do differently moving forward? Recently, I think one of the biggest issues is that there's just been this influx of AI-generated art on platforms like Etsy and Shopify, and it's saturating the market space because as you saw, it truly is that easy to create a t-shirt, to create a cell phone case, and to have that product listed, printed, and shipped to whoever the customer is. One benefit of Etsy though, and I mean, you guys might not like hearing this, but like uh, it is a benefit to some extent that they charge 20 cents renewal fee. Because if people want to go spam their AI art all over Etsy's platform, at least they are paying for that that space on the website. Whereas if you just go to Redbubble, like I think this is why Redbubble had to start like just shadow banning so many accounts and then outright banning so many accounts is because they were just flooded with art, whether it was AI generated or not. They needed a solution. And uh, at least Etsy's like, you know, people are paying them for their real estate. Um, so I, I mean, I know that nobody likes that 20 cent fee. Like we'd rather not have it, but without it, the gap between Redbubble and Etsy gets gets a lot uh, thinner, right? And nobody, <laughs> even if you're not a fan of Etsy, you got to admit it's better than Redbubble. Come on. And there are a lot of people that are talking about this and there are a lot of people that want to get into this and are doing it. And what that's done is made it more challenging for people to get a sale. So think about it this way. On a $36 shirt, it costs me $15 to print that shirt. So you do the math. In order to make thousands and thousands of dollars per month, I'd need to be selling a lot, a lot of t-shirts. Now, don't get me wrong. There are people on Etsy who are selling thousands of t-shirts a month. Just take a look at this. Just so you guys know, uh, me and Marielle, we've been working on our like shared Etsy shop. That's what I'm usually referring to when I do my videos. Like we're making between four and $5 profit on average per t-shirt sale. This seller here. 
by the amount of sales that they have, you can tell that they're doing at least, at least a hundred to two. Which by the way, I should mention is in line with like Amazon merch where it's like $4.89 profit when you sell a standard shirt. You know what I'm saying? So it may not seem like a lot, but again, like <laughs> we're thinking of this at scale, right? We can sell one shirt. We can sell 10. We can sell a hundred. Not much is going to change, right? So the goal is to sell a hundred, a thousand, et cetera. And the big Etsy shops that we like to study, uh, they're in, you know, the hundreds of thousands of sales often. So that's, that's the goal, right? $200,000 a month in revenue. So the potential does exist. It's out there. People are doing it and people are making money off of it. But the question is, how committed are you to making this a profitable long-term business for yourself? See, my belief is that there is no get rich quick scheme. It doesn't work that way. A lot of these profiles, as you can see over here, have been doing this for several years. Some of them 10 plus years, they've built themselves up over time and they built up that customer base. They have built up that relevancy in Etsy's algorithm. They've been consistent with their product up updates. Most of them, from my analysis, have at least over a thousand products listed on their storefront. So these are all things that you need to consider. In order to win at this game, and if you really want to be successful at it, and my takeaway from this is that it comes down to a few different factors. At the end of the day, you can love what you're making as much as you want to love what you're making, and you can probably make a decent amount of money off of it. But if we're talking about significant numbers here, let's just say 50 grand a month in sales, at the end of the day, we cannot forget that Etsy is not just a shop. It's not just a boutique. It's an actual algorithm, right? And that's how Etsy works. Once again, I think even more so today where so many people are creating shops, listing products, and the products are very similar to one another. It makes it much more competitive to stand out on the platform. So having a- Yes, come on, just put yourself in the uh, shoes of your customer. <laughs> like sometimes it's okay to go in your browser, go incognito, right? Then go to Etsy. And just do a keyword search for whatever it is you intend to sell or, or for the product you most recently listed. And look at how your product stacks up against the people ranking at the top of search results. And understand this is a long-term business model, as Adam said. A wider variety of inventory is going to help build that customer base. Because once again, Etsy is very niche. And when you can pull one customer from here and another customer from there, those sales will start to accumulate. Those reviews will start to accumulate. And that relevancy will start to build up in their algorithm. So if I was yes, great advice. Like again, when you start, you've got nothing. <laughs> Your shop has no reviews. You got no listings. You know what I mean? Or maybe, let's say you list 10 products. Okay. He just showed you that some of these huge shops have like thousands of products. It not, you're not going to get there overnight, but again, that long-term perspective, understanding that, Hey, if other people are doing it, why can't you do it? Right? What's the difference between them and you? If there is a difference, okay, acknowledge it and reassess. But if there isn't other than that, the other person's been doing it longer than you, but you're hungry and you understand this business and you're going to go for it, then don't let anybody get you down. You know what I mean? We're, we're out here, the talking heads, Adam, myself, like we're out here at least like kind of showing you that, Hey, it can be done to continue with this. My strategy would be to go hard in the long term, not think about the immediate result and try to upload at least a hundred products every month, every month. That would be my goal. If I were to continue with this, I would set that goal and I would give myself a two to three year time period. It's like three a day guys, three to four a day. Come on. We can, we can do that. We can do that. All right. If you can't do that, fix your workflow <laughs> to start seeing those results. Now understand there is going to be an investment and there's going to be a cost to this. Every four months, you're going to get charged a listing fee. You've got other fees associated with this other than your time. So in summary, it's really nice when people say, hey, this is the potential. 
absolutely the potential exists. It's not about the potential. It's about your commitment to making that happen. How much are you invested in this? How much do you think of this like a business? And how much are you actually going to dedicate to seeing the results that you want to see? In the beginning, it is not a passive business. This is not about creating a few t-shirts or cell phone cases, listing them and sitting back and collecting the money. It doesn't work that way. I don't know how else to say it, but if that's the mindset you have, you're not going to see the results that you want to see. You're going to have an expectation and you're going to be disappointed when that expectation is not met. That is the reality of this business. So give yourself the time to think about the level of commitment that you want to put into making this happen because it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take some money, but there is a potential for you to succeed at this. And yes, at one point to sit back passively and process orders. So don't get discouraged. Don't get disappointed. I'm glad that I took the time to do this. It taught me so much about how to utilize these amazing benefits of AI to create amazing products. And for me, and think about what he just said, guys, like even without a crazy monetary return, like number one, he's got a great story to share on YouTube, right? And who knows where YouTube's going to take him. Number two, like he just said, he learned so much about running a print on demand business online on Etsy using these AI tools like that knowledge is extremely valuable. Who knows what that's going to turn into in the future. It's going to pay dividends most likely down the line. If you look for ways to monetize it, if your sole goal is to monetize it, but you can also tell your friends and family, Hey, like I just launched this business from, you know, my computer and it was super cool. No, I didn't make a ton of money. Some people do, right? Uh, I was just going to chime in and say, guys, like also, you know, you can, you can list on other platforms. I mentioned earlier, like, you know, Hey, it's Etsy, right? Maybe we list on a t-shirt. Then we list on a sticker. Then we list on a hoodie. Okay. Boom. We've got three products on Etsy. Now go do the same on Amazon. Now go do the same on Walmart. Do it on eBay. Occupy as much online real estate as you can with these products. And then think about the fact that, Hey, it's not the fourth quarter yet. We're knocking on the door of the fourth quarter. That's when things really pick up. So don't worry about benchmarking your business if you haven't been doing it for at least 12 months because you got to get through that fourth quarter sales cycle where you reap major benefits for the work you put in. All right, let's wrap up. As someone who loves knowledge, loves business and loves learning, it's been a great learning lesson. As far as the future of my Etsy shop goes, I don't know at this point because I'm not sure if I'm personally committed to this in the long run. So you're going to have to subscribe to see how this actually ends. All right, guys, go give Adam a subscribe. Adam, thank you for uh, putting this video out so I could review it. Looks like you're doing pretty good. Almost 9,000 views uh, in two weeks. Guys, I hope you enjoyed watching this video. Drop a like on it for the YouTube algorithm if you have not already. Please subscribe to me. Subscribe to Adam. I'm going to link his video right here in the YouTube cards, and I will link to it at the top of the description. Thanks for watching. I'll see you tomorrow with a new video.